But let's talk netball now because netball is finally coming back. We are counting down probably 13 days or so to go, two weeks or so to go until we see some live action on court. And we're joined by the president, Cecilia the President, good evening and thank you once again for taking our call here on SAFM. Good evening, Tavis, and all the listeners of SAFM. I remember your excitement levels when netball was given permission to resume. You couldn't contain yourself. Why was it so important to make sure that we salvage what's left of 2020? To give the girls hope, to give everybody hope in netball that, you know, even though we were hit with this pandemic, all of us around the country, around the continent and around the world, but it's something that the girls were looking you know, forward to is to take court and play and my my phone wouldn't stop ringing. The girls were like, President, are you sure you promised in April that you'll have plan A, B, C, or D, but as long as we go to level one, we'll play. So um, they were excited to say that at least Nepal South Africa is keeping their promises to say, you know, at that time, nobody thought we would be where we are now. And now here we are, me and you talking that in 13 days, the girls will be taking court and everybody will be watching the girls and all the 12 teams, including their baby proteas they'll be playing at Mangawu Industrial Complex. That's excellent. So just like the other sporting courts, did you also have to make proposals then to government and give them your health, your, your, your plans on how you can make these things happen? Definitely. We are not, um, we are not running netball or a, this federation in silos from other you know, federations. We, we are part of the sports and recreation in the country. And what we decided is um, let's, let's go for it. You know, it, it's not an easy form to fill. It's not easy because you also deal with the Department of Health. Which I, I know that they don't understand sport as much as we do. And when you give them some things, they will ask you questions and you're like, oh, wow. And But at the end of the day, you'll do it because of at the end of the day, you want the girls to play and you want netball to, to resume playing. And um, PSL actually gave us hope. Uh, when we saw PSL playing and there were no cases of COVID-19, people testing positive and it was going well, we had hope. And that's what made us, you know, to say whatever we're putting in, we consulted with them. How did they do it? Because... You know, if you don't consult, you do mistakes. Mm. But if you consult, um, you'll know where to go and how to do it, especially from those who have done it before. So even somebody now who's going to come to netball and say, how did you do it? And then we'll tell them how we did it. Because you don't have to sit with this information and own it and say it's yours. If you want to grow the sport in the country and grow everything, you have to work with each other and consult with each other and make sport work in this country. That's there. That's really great. And now we're starting in less than two weeks at the Telcom Netball League. It was supposed to be earlier this year. So what will change now? Because obviously things are not fully back to normal. Yeah, the girls are going to a bubble, bio bubble. Um, mm-hmm. Something that we wouldn't have done. We would have played it in three provinces. We would have played it in Popo, we would have played it in KZN, we would have played it in, in Western Cape. And look, out of the three provinces, none of the provinces is hosting. Now we're going to three states. That's what makes it different. We were going to play it in, in, in a space of um, eight weeks, and now we are not going to play it in eight weeks. We're going to play it in 14 days, flat 14 days, every day of netball, people watching all the teams competing. And that's how it's going to be. It's going to be very different. No spectators. Um, no visitors at the bio bubble, no family, only the phone and the, the Zoom calls and the video calls. So it's, it's going to be as strict as it was at PSL because we want to save lives and we don't want anybody, any player to be exposed to any kind of a person or, or something that can jeopardize the, the tournament. Because remember, if one gets sick in a, in, a, in a team, it might affect most of the team players and we might not see the, the, 
you know, the finals of TNL, and we want to see the finals of TNL. So we have taken all the precautionary measures. I mean, we have done everything in our power to make sure that as we begin on, on the 8th, as they come in, because they're going there and going to start the bio bubble on the 8th, wow. they are all, you know, safe and they are all have tested because we, we are testing each and every player that is going there. at for South Africa. Mm. We're carrying all the costs because um, we want to be sure that they are tested because some will tell you that we don't have money or anything like that. So we want to be sure that they are tested and we will have those results before anyone enters the bio bubble. So that's the situation with the bio bubble that we will have this tournament playing in two weeks instead of uh, eight weeks and then we'll have the winner at the end of the day. And um Two new teams, something that is different. We have two new teams that yes. we have introduced. Yes, and we've got the, the, the baby protein. So tell us about these two new teams. Firstly, maybe tell us about the decision, President, to increase the number of the teams. So let's be honest. If we want netball to grow and if we want sponsors, like, you know, we are the biggest female federation in the country and the second biggest from football, and we're struggling for sponsors. I mean, I don't even have a bank sponsor. I don't even have an insurance sponsor. Mm. And you ask yourself why. And for, for them to come to us, they need to see that we've got numbers and we are growing on our own. So when I approached Telcom and said, look, we need to grow. We cannot be sitting on 10 teams. It's the 78 that this tournament is playing and we're still sitting on 10 teams. I don't understand how. Last year, we, we increased them by inviting Zimbabwe. You remember, we invited Zimbabwe yes. and we invited the, the, the smileys, the spa smileys, and then we invited also the males. And I said, we, we dealt with 13 last year. This time, why don't we make it you know, something that will be sustainable, that will be there, that will be permanent, and introduce the two teams, the Western Cape and the Kingdom Queens, introduce them and give them to them. I mean, Kingdom Stars last year from KZN did well and finished first in the, in the B section and they were promoted. And then Western Cape, uh, they've been finishing second for the previous two years uh, as the runner-ups of, 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 of Brutal Food and TNL. So we said... What a way of saying to them, you know, we see your growth and we see that you bring new players all the time and it means you've got more to choose out of. So let's give you this and let's give you this opportunity. And it grows. We, we're going to 2023. How are we going to see players if we don't give them the opportunity to play? How are we going to see coaches or managers or anybody if we, if we want to actually hold the best World Cup with the best of the best that we have? We have to expand and we have to grow in that goal. And that's what we, we, that was what I was thinking at the moment when I was talking to Telcom at the time, but luckily Telcom listened to us, and here we are now, and preparing for 2021 World Cup, and then we decided, you know, we have to. We have to include the under-21s, because 2020 is a, is a dead year. Mm-hmm. So we said they should have gone to tours, they could have gone to Scotland, they could have gone to New Zealand and Australia. As we're speaking now, they should be leaving for New Zealand and Australia to go and, and do their, 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 their tour there, but they can't because of the restrictions we have in the country and the COVID-19 issue that we have. So we said we have to make sure that they play, because they cannot go there without getting more game time, and we gave them this opportunity that they'll be the 13th uh, team that plays at, at Okay, so they're preparing for their World Cup next year. That's very clear. And then if I understand you correctly, then you're saying that you chose the Tornadoes from the Western Cape and the Kingdom Queens from KZN because of how successful teams from those areas have been. Yes, um, and the growth. When you look at KZN, it's the biggest uh, uh, province when it comes to districts in South Africa. They've got 11 districts. And um, you, you come to the championships of Nepal, South Africa, they come with their districts. And they are big in numbers. And if you limit them to, I mean, 12 players, uh, are, you, are you being realistic? Uh, come on. 
you can't be telling me that out of the whole of KZN, we can only limit them to, to 12 players. So we decided, no, let's give them, like this say, we're giving the teams more players. We didn't only give them 12 players as is an international rule. We gave them 14 players because they're going to be in the bubble bubble and we don't know what's going to happen. So we said, let's give them more, another team so they can grow more and see growth in their, in their province. And look, um, we were also saying that we've got the likes of uh, Bonjim Sumi from KZN. We've got the likes of Princess Mkembu, who was from KZN. The Jessica Nkomas, that were from KZN. It means they can produce national players. So give them more platform for these players to play and to showcase their talent. Same as, as Western Cape. I mean, they've been doing well. And most importantly, when you see the two teams uh, from Cape Town as a district and Winelands as a district playing in the A section and doing very well in the A section of Netball South Africa tournament, then you know that there's talent there. So expand them. Give them more growth. Give them opportunities. Why deny them when they're working so hard? Why limit them to 12 players and not give them more? Makes sense there, understandable. And also you've mentioned uh, Telcom, you've mentioned the sponsors, and sometimes I feel that the sponsors don't get enough credit uh, for what they put in or what they pump in and how they support uh, just not netball but other sporting calls, and, but especially netball because I know that uh, we're still trying to convince corporate to get behind netball and other women's sporting codes. But how important was it for the sponsors to stick with you because Telcom is still here and I believe that Puma will also be providing the kit. You know, Telcom came as a blessing to us. Last year, Kabiso, when we started with Telcom, um, I remember they said to me, Madam President, we, we just tested the waters. If the water is cold, we are not coming back. If the water is lukewarm, we, we will think about it. But the water, if it's warm, we'll stay with you. So it means they've got our water warm. And we'd love <laughs> to, to acknowledge, you know, um, the, the trust and the faith they had in netball. And I think we also did well on our own as netball last year and in the previous years, the previous year in 2018. Netball was all over. Netball is everywhere. I mean, Tabitha, I, I, I never thought that in my lifetime that netball that would be having interviews with SAFF. <laughs> I mean, I've never had that before. And then since we took over, then everybody wants to talk to us because we, we are out there. We are saying we are here. And mm. to, to Telcom, I mean, I'm, I'm humbled. Um, I don't have words for Telcom, only to say thank you so much for believing in us. And at the time that we were so scared of what is going to happen to Netball, because, you know, SAB just pulled off, uh, IMF, you know, just pulled off of Netball and said they're not doing this anymore. So, you know, um, to me, they are godsend. And as I said to them, they are not our sponsors. Um, Telcom is not our sponsor. Telcom are our partners. And they are, like Spa, they'll be our lifetime partners. You know, they'll be there for us forever. Uh, that's what I want to believe. Puma, oh, wow. You know, when we discussed this with Puma, I remember the first conversation because I had it on the 14th of February last year. And um, funny enough that on the 16th, tragedy hit me. And um, we were discussing this and saying to them, look, I know the sponsorship starts in 2020. However, the girls are going to the World Cup. I want them to look beautiful. I want them to look smart. Because the more you, you dress smart and you look beautiful, the confidence level, you know, goes up. And for players, as a player, a former player, I understand how when you look good, you play good. And they came and brought at the time and said, we're only doing the World Cup. And I said, okay, fine, do the World Cup. Now, you know, we've extended the contract and then they'll be with us. And yes, the girls will be dressed in Kuma. And I, I know the girls from all the provinces can't wait because for the first time ever, they're wearing a label that is known, you know, all over the world. That is, that is feminine, you know, that is, that describes their body, that, 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 you know, 
embraces who they are and makes them, you know, feel wanted, feel, you know, um, like they, they deserve to be where they are and they deserve all that they have. And for them to work hard for that. I mean, Puma, I mean, wow. I mean, if you have seen the kids, um, I was like, I was like, wow, when I saw them, because I only signed off the the, the the catalog on on a page, and I couldn't see the, the the real stuff. And when I saw the real stuff, I was like, wow, they outdid themselves. And thank you so much to Puma. I mean, we've been having this relationship now, and yes, um, they're doing the best that they can. And now, first time ever, Tabiso, you can go to a store to Sportsman's Warehouse and get a replica of ah. the Spa something that has never happened. You Great can go stuff. to any sportsman's warehouse, you'll get the replica of the spa for tears. So, Puma, well done, and I'm happy that when I said to you, you have to do this, short notice, whatever, Madam President, I said, for a big company like you, there's nothing like short notice, but now I'm happy that to, to I can say to you, Tabitha, there's a male version of the, the girls, uh, you know, Jersey, yes. and the female <laughs> version. You can go and choose. I will. And there's a lot of things that you can choose of. I'm gonna go right there to Sportsman's Warehouse. I'm gonna go <laughs> yeah. and show my support and put my money where my mouth is. But thank you very much, President, for speaking to us. We're also gonna catch up during the tournament to find out if everything is going well. But we wish you all the best of luck as the teams get ready to go into thank the bubble you. on the eighth. Thank you so much, Tony. Thank you. That's the president of Netball South Africa, President Cecilia Moloko, and always available to chat, always positive, always full of energy. Not a lot of things are bring her down here, President Cecilia Molokwane. Let's give the last word to Sundowns, former Sundowns coach Pizza Musamane, who's had his first interview since arriving in Egypt today. Salam alaikum and greetings to everybody at Al Ahly Football Club. I would like to thank Captain Bibo and all the board members of Al Ahly for entrusting me with a difficult task at hand. They've showed confidence in me and they believe that uh, I can take the team to a bigger and higher space. Uh, it is a compliment to me and I'm humbled. I just also want to thank um, Amir and my agent Moira for facilitating and making this possible and it was smooth and easy and professional. To the Red Devils, the Lachle fans, I'm saying to them, give me the space, give me the time, I will take Alakli to the next level. Believe in me and I believe in you. Thank you for uh, bringing me on into the Alakli family. I appreciate and I'm humbled and I will do my best to deliver. That's the new Al-Akhli coach, Pizza Musamane, there, uh, sending his message. Shukran, Al-Akhli, Alam Dulia. That's what he even tweeted on social media there. And by the way, there's also a big walk happening on the 4th. I've just received this from the Sports Ministry at the Orlando Stadium, walking via Hector Peterson Museum, ending at Villagazi Street. And you can go to srsa.gov.za to register there if you want to be part of that big walk on the 4th of September with the Sports Minister as well as uh, MEC Mbali. I'll have more on this tomorrow, I'm sure. But we have to go now. It is time for news.